0: Welcome to the Stickers on the Mic podcast brought to you by StickerGiant.com. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, thanks for tuning in as we talk about business, marketing, and growth with our customers. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Stickers on the Mic podcast. I'm Andrew. I'll be your host for today. I'm on the marketing team with the rest of our, our podcast crew uh, and I am very fortunate today to be able to welcome a very special guest, one of Sticker Giant's own, Travis Tao from the art department. And Travis is going to talk to us a little bit, of course, about what he does here at Sticker Giant, but sort of what brought him to Sticker Giant was working on skateboard design. And I'm going to turn it over to Travis to give a little background on himself and um all these awesome skateboards that we have here in our studio today and we'll talk a little bit about each one of them that is exciting we'll get some pictures up for all of you as well so you can see them but Travis is going to explain a little bit of his designs but Travis thank you for sitting down with us here in the studio
1: thank you Andrew I appreciate it it's good to be here
0: it is this is a cozy space we're very excited <laughs>
1: um, for regular listeners, you
0: know we've been working hard on getting our studio set up, uh, a new one. So in any event, Travis, talk to us a little bit about how you got into designing skateboards. And we'll probably meander a little bit because okay. as a former skateboarder myself, as a youth, you know we end up talking about ourselves as eight- or nine-year-olds. But let's talk about how you got into designing this skateboard that's on the, um, on the table here today.
1: Yeah, so um, for me, it started out as uh, imagine you as a kid and you walk into a skate shop so for me it was in the 80s you walk into a skate shop and you're looking at the wall so you're just starting skating so you have no frame of reference as far as like you know any kind of technical ability that you you know present at the time so you're looking at the wall and it's just mesmerizing because you're like wow look at this look at the art look at the shapes look at the colors it was like just walk into a candy store or for me, a guitar shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's really cool because, um, you know, like uh, what drew me to skateboarding was the, the fact that uh, there were no rules. Right. And uh, it's one of those things where you have something that um, you get into and you become really passionate about, but it also has art that also represents it, too. So, it, you know, it's that part of, like, the no rules and then the art that really attracted me to doing skateboard graphics. But, I mean, mainly it was just through skateboarding right. that brought me to this point. So,
0: so, you pick up skateboarding, it becomes one of your passions as, as a kid, and then, of course, still to this day, which is great. How did you get together with Satellite to design for them? They're in
1: Boulder, Colorado? Yeah, they're in Boulder, yes. Okay. Uh, longest running core shop in uh, Boulder, so... Um, what it was, it was actually pre satellite. Uh, the owners, JG and Raul, uh, we all worked together at Brothers Boards. And um, right before Brothers Boards closed, we were doing a lot of ideas, and I did a, a graphic for Brothers. And then JG and Raul started Satellite in 2002. And when they did, they just brought me in as the art guy. So cool. from there, it's like I just pretty much started, you know, just doing boards regularly for them. So they're
0: branded like
1: with their name, their screenshot. Yep, cool. Exactly. Yeah. So
0: how did you do that? When, when, if that was almost 16 years ago, uh, how are you designing the boards?
1: Oh, uh, a lot of it would just be like drawn out and, you know, scanned in. Then I would redraw it on the computer. Oh, hand drawn. Yeah. Oh. Um, and, uh, I would put together the stuff, like pretty much make templates and stuff like that. And then I would like, you know, do the graphics, you know, according to, you know, what we wanted to run and ideas. Because you have From to there. sort of account for, like, the where you attach the
0: trucks and the wheels and then the curvature and the nose and the front. I don't know the technical terms offhand. Yeah, nose and tail. Nose and tail. I yeah, the concave. The nose, con front, the nose <laughs> and the tail. Thank you, Travis. Um, so you have to, like, account for that as a constraint, right? Design is all about constraints in a yeah. way. And, and yeah. in this case, like, you have a very discrete surface, um, a lot of times, do you design the top too, or or how does that w- work? Uh,
1: there are a few that or we the deck. Oh, uh, like the the top. There's uh, a few times we have. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly, uh, what happens is somebody will cover it up with grip tape. Right. I was gonna say the whole thing ends up being like tacky. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they'll put grip tape over the graphic. So you know, it's one of those things where it's a little bit less important, you right. know, on the top because uh, back, like when I started skating. Uh, the grip tape was split and so you can be able to the middle yeah it's it kind of yeah design yeah it was exposed yeah. you know so that way people like companies would put their logo on top that's what I remember so my yeah <laughs> <laughs> but now it's a full like full deck is
0: covered with tape and so yeah. the design is not as important on top that's yeah. interesting cool uh, cultural shift um, so you've been designing boards for them obviously for a number of years um, how have you feel like your design styles have evolved over time you
1: know uh i w- went for a while i i just was focused more on doing designs on the computer versus drawing so i'm going back to that again and that's like what this red one here with the rocket is yes yes yeah, that's a cool design
0: thank you uh folks there's like a am really into rockets and space travel in general but that one is cool it's a big usa looks almost like an original mercury rocket sort of with thruster and it's the full board. It's it's pretty cool. We'll get a picture of that up. So um, you're designing boards for Satellite. You're doing, of course, still with them work. Um, you've been with Sticker Giant now for a few years. Yes. right. We have a yes. great Meet Travis video out there for folks if you want to see
1: his face and talking. Um, but what brought you to Sticker Giant? Uh, actually, uh, it was one of those things where uh, it also ties in with skateboarding. Like, um growing up a lot of the companies did a lot of stickers and stuff so prior to satellite (laughs) yeah well and and before satellite it's like a lot of the skateboard companies like used to make a lot of stickers you know right um i would have tons of stickers like in like a collection i still do at home that i won't throw away or won't stick them on anything because to me it's like they're they're really cool and i don't want to throw them away so i have boxes of stickers unsticked unpeeled yep yep and uh (laughs) Yeah, so it's one of those things where um, I was a big fan uh, at one point of consolidated skateboards, okay. and they printed out a lot of stickers, and they uh, they had this way about communicating, like, their messages that, you know, it's like a novelty to have the sticker. Right. So, um, and then fast forward to, uh, you know, more current, um, I applied to Sticker Giant because I – wanted to be in that part just like i have been in skateboarding right so that's what brought me to sticker giant um
0: and you're in our art department which means you're of course sort of putting those original skills to uh, good use for our customers um and you're always passing on stories to us too when you see great designs which we appreciate in the marketing department um so you've been able to merge those passions right yeah um and safe to say of course like when you talk about the culture of, of skateboarding Um, stickers end up everywhere, right? Um, So can you talk a little bit about how um, Satellite and other shops use their own stickers for their businesses? Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, it's one of those things where, you know, uh, you walk into a shop and you buy a board. Um, They end up giving you uh, stickers, you know, so that way you can take it with you. You know, put it on your car, put it on your board uh, with satellite. You know, uh, snowboarding. Uh, a lot of people end up putting it on the top sheet because the bottom, of course, is on the snow. Oh right. Uh, so it's one of those things where it's like um, you know, collection for people. Right. You know, and then you see it. You know, you'll see the stickers out. You know, like on cars and stuff like that. Or poles or the lifts. Yep. And, yeah, like, <laughs> exactly.
0: yeah. Yeah, like exactly. Right on. Um, so talk to me a little bit about some of the, th- this design here is like the, the satellite board. Did you design that USA flag too?
1: Yes. Uh, so it's actually, uh, satellite, uh, their birthday is on the 4th of July. Oh, cool. So that, that's, that's where the, the flag theme is, comes from. So this one in particular, um, I wanted to, uh, actually make it stand out a little bit more than some of the other boards that we did. So uh, I made it uh, separate layers, so that way you can be able to put like a flake on it. Oh, okay. So um, did the font, uh, you know, like an old custom font, and then ended up putting the, the flake on over the flag. So, and it turned out really, really good. It was like one of the one of the heavy hitters that we did throughout the years, so. Yeah, that's a classic collector's item, too. And yeah. it's all signed. Is this all the, the crew from there, or? Yeah. Uh, Back when um uh, uh, currently is at Valmont now, but when they were on Pearl Street and they were doing their opening, they had a, um, a secret art show for me. Oh, cool. So it was like one of those things I was working that day, and then a little bit later I got on Instagram and I saw that <laughs> I was having an art show <laughs> to my surprise. <laughs> so they signed that board for me, So and then I ended up giving mine to J.G. because he didn't have one. So, and that's that's pretty much why I have one that's, like, signed all up, so. That's awesome. Um, so, wh- where did you get into design and art? Like, when did that
0: sort of come together for you?
1: Well, um, I've always been into uh, the graphics, you know, on the skateboards and stuff like that, because throughout the years, uh, you kind of see the evolution of it, and then you see, like, different artists take on it. So, uh you see, like, early stuff, like uh, VCJ uh, for Paul Peralta. Like, he would do, like, a just a lot of amazing stuff, like old Tony Hawk graphics. Of course, the, the Steve Caballero, yeah. Steve Caballero, like, Mike Vlili. Um But he did one. It was the Mike Vallele one. That was the first board I ever bought, but it was, like, the elephant. And um, it was just one of those that you just become so mesmerized with, with the graphics. And, you know, when you're skating it has a lot of, uh, I would say, physical and mental memory in it. So you kind of identify with the graphics as you skate because it ends up being like a little bit more than just art.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's what's really cool about skateboard art is that when you're like getting into it and as you're growing and as you're skating, it, you become like really in tune like with the boards and stuff like that. So um, what's really cool now is a lot of companies are doing reissues. Okay. So now they're they're taking, you know, the older graphics that they had and they're reprinting them so that way people can have a keepsake of, like, their memory of, you know, a kid. Um, you know, and it's, it's, it's really cool um, when I was growing up, like, just seeing all the art and then seeing like the messages and stuff that would be on some of them, like some of them would be like kind of political based. Um, and it was like just really cool to be able to associate with that, with their branding and stuff. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. Um, yeah, and um, like there's a few artists uh, that really stood out to me. Um, Todd Bradford was one. Uh, he did a lot of stuff for Cassaudid, uh for many years, and um, He did some of the stuff, like some of the writers would uh, present ideas to him. And uh, like Scott Bourne, he he was one of the pros for Consolidated. And it it would be like really heartfelt and it was like pain and joy stuff. And to be able to illustrate that on a board, because when you look at the graphic, you can identify with it because you knew how much you would struggle like skating and doing the tricks and stuff like that and how much it would just really like be in your psyche. And the board, the graphics that the, that he did for those those time frame were such like life lesson boards, and the graphics illustrated that, and that's what was really cool for me. And that's kind of what kind of pushed me a little bit more to want to do graphics. So, is it were you always a doodler? Did you study it
0: in high school, college? Like, well, how did that come? You know, like when were you able to activate that passion? Like, really take what's when I was. I guess my question more is. How do you come up with those ideas? Do you collaborate with the skate shop? Do you come up with
1: something on your own? Like, do you have a sketchbook? What's your sort of creative process look like? Um, I do. It's it's sometimes it's kind of random, but uh, it's ideas that you know, I you know would share with the skate shop, or they would share with me. Like, okay, let's let's look at this. Let's try. Let's do something like kind of like that. For example, this the rocket one here is one that we're kind of going back to the theme of satellite and the theme of like exploration sure. yeah. um so that's why we uh recently did this one because this one of those things is classic and kind of illustrates what you know kind of like what satellite's about so um yeah that's cool i want a poster of that one yeah <laughs> i don't even skateboard anymore but i love the art it has a
0: very like it's a very refined style but like it's got a weather-worn look with like these sort of textures which I presume when you drew it or you scanned it or whatever, you have to sort of knock that out just to make it, yeah, you know, like sort of transparent to the wood underneath. Do you have any favorite woods to work with, or, or are all skateboard wood the same? Like, how, how does the construction of the board influence the design? It it
1: doesn't really, yeah, okay, yeah, it's <laughs> Good it's, it's one of those things. Um, I would say the one of the aspects of that would be probably the wood the color of the wood stain sure yeah so that way if if it's going to be like a certain stain then you'd be able to work with like the colorways with that right. outside of that um it would doesn't really like matter with the wood sure so it's not um, like a guitar where like you try to match the
0: pickups if they're bronze or you know silver to, to match the wood of the guitar itself to yeah. something like that um because then you, of course, you could put any colored wheels or 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 trucks or, exactly, or whatever yeah. screws that yeah. accent that same design from top to bottom. Yeah, um, which is kind of fun, of course. Um, so, uh, do you have any cool ideas coming up or any
1: shows coming up that um, you, you want to sort of plug a little bit? <laughs> um, so, satellite's been doing uh, like a, say a drawing night. Uh, so they've been inviting artists like Mike Giant, for example, like. Uh, He's a, he's a pretty big artist, I, I would say, like, in the skate, kind of urban culture. And uh, so they would do that on, like, every other Wednesday, and then it would just be like a drawing session. Oh, and, drawing,
0: uh, not like when a board, like physically drawing. Yeah, phys- sorry, physically drawing. Yeah. So
1: uh, they've been having that, and then um, they're looking at a space next door to where they want to start profiling different artists. Awesome. That's so a gallery, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, you know, just a smaller space that, you know, people can start hanging up stuff. Um, boards or art, yeah, or just, whatever. Yeah, it's, you know anything. Yeah. Uh, you mixed know media, yeah, mixed media. Yeah, mixed media. So for me, uh, there's a new board that uh, we have ready uh, that may be releasing in January. Cool. That I'm really psyched about. How long does it take to do something like that? Just to like come up with the idea, proof of concept, whatever, and then how long does it take to create it to get it on the board? Of, I guess it really depends on uh, when the due date is. Fair enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> Very close to the due date. It's more
0: close to done, hopefully. Yeah, so
1: right. it, usually it's like one of those things like, oh, we need a board now. Right. So, you know, it ends up, you know, working on it. But, uh, you know, it, it really depends on, you know, how complex the art is and stuff. Like uh, the the new ones that uh, I've been working on, you know, would, you know, come take up, you know, a couple weeks you right. know, to a month, depending. Does edits, you know, yeah. back and forth with a client kind of um, –
0: do you have anywhere that people could see some of your artwork online or anything like that? Do you have any sort
1: of um, – other than going to satellite, of course. Uh, I'm, I'm working on it, actually. I'm, I've am i been collecting, you know, like images because, like, the boards that I have here are, like, pretty much, like, less – it's pretty much a quarter of, like, all the boards that I've done. Folks, there's, like, uh, 12 boards in the room already. So, so <laughs> yeah, these these are, like, some of the ones. And some of the ones I gave away – Ah. Um, like, you know, friends, like, for example, like, uh, you know, their birthday or something like that. Yeah. And, like, I s- happened to see on Facebook, my friend Anthony, like, posted, like, one of his favorite satellite boards. So I ended up, like, get you know, surprising him, giving him a board for, you know, his birthday. So, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I feel that, you know, it's cool to, to be able to, like, oh, you know, I'll hang it on the wall, but what if he hangs it on the wall? Of course. So. I, I that would hang that up. That rocking chair. In case y'all can't tell,
0: I'm pretty psyched about the rocket chair. Um, so where did you grow up,
1: and and how, where was your favorite place to skate growing up back in the day? Um, I'm from Seneca, South Carolina. Um, is a pretty rural place in South Carolina. Um, I didn't really have a favorite place. It's just, and that's the really cool about cool thing about skating is like, it's you're in the moment. And that's what's really cool because you're there and you're you're taking like everything in at the moment. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean I have memory on your board it was your favorite place to skate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, there was a a grocery store called Ingalls, you know, in in our hometown. And uh behind it there's like a little bit like concrete, like banks and stuff that we'd skate, you know, and then like years later they tore it down. But it's like when you're discovering, like, skating and you're discovering, like, you know, the things that you can do and where you can go with it, you know, it's like it can take you so far. And um, so it's one of those things where it's like, you start you start like in a small area and then you start picking it up and you start going to other places start traveling like greenville south carolina was like they had a skate park there you know so it's one of those things where you're stepping it up you know you're going to atlanta and skating there you know it's like you're starting to get into a bigger pond mm-hmm. and it starts opening you up to so much more possibilities it's so much more like terrain to mm-hmm. skate um you know being with your friends is really amazing but being in the moment uh and you know it's one of those things where you remember like each board that you had mm-hmm. like and that's the thing that's a really cool thing about skateboarding it's like it's so disposable like the art the art is amazing but it's like it's gonna get rubbed off right we were talking about as we unpacked them actually we're like man i'm glad this has never
0: been skated on it's not all scuffed up you yeah know? like yeah. i mean it's not the bat the tail isn't like chipping you yeah know, you know what i mean because you've been cranking on it you know what yeah saying? and like <laughs> pre,
1: pre to doing like graphics on a board like You don't think about it. It's like you get the board. I mean, and it's all in the moment. It's like you you slide it. You know, you. it's like the graph has come off of it. Uh But it's one of those things where it's like there's so much, like, in that experience where you remember that board, Uh you know, and it's like I can go back in my head and, like, think about, like, this board. I remember this experience. I remember, like, skating these spots. I remember hanging out with these friends. Uh And it's, like, really cool because – that's the awesome thing about some of these reissues that are coming out. People can be able to have that fond memory mm-hmm. by having the board, you know, and it's like some boards I'm getting some of the reissues that I had when I was younger and some of them I'm going to skate because I want to feel that board under my feet again. Right. And it's, and it's just one of those things you identify it. Like you did. And for me, it like skating with the eighties. It was like, you saw the shapes, you saw the graphics and mm-hmm. it's like, it, it takes its own personality like each board had its own personality and it had its own function to it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's like the newer boards now are a little bit more like, um, you know, a, a symmetrical shape, you know, they, they all kind of look, you know, kind of popsicle shape and stuff like that. But it's like the graphics are what's gonna set it apart, you know, but it's, as you're skating it, it has little nuances. Say the the tail angle is like a little bit higher. Right, it changes you know? how you stop yeah. <laughs> or how you turn. Yeah, exactly. Um.
0: So, around here in the sort of Denver and Longmont Front Range, where where are folks getting together to to skate, or is it, like you said, just anywhere is good enough for you?
1: Well, I mean, we really lucked out. Like, when I uh, first moved to Boulder, and this was back in 98, they built a Boulder park in, uh, like, late 98, 99. So, that was kind of, like, the the starting point. I mean, there were other parks, but that one was was kind of, like, the starting of the concrete, like, revolution that, you know, happened in Colorado. Um, There's... Or something, I, and I don't know. There's probably like 200 parks oh, wow. in Colorado, and um, Arvada's got a huge one at the Apex Center, and it's you have so, and it's kind of weird because when I was growing up in 80s, like I there was nowhere to go. I mean, well, they, they were ter- I mean? they were tearing the they were tearing the parks down. Right. So it's one of those things where it's like we heard about like oh there used to be a skate park here, like we drove to to Easley, which is not too far away from Seneca. But it's one of those things where there was like a mobile home sales area over this land. And it was bold, It was dirt over a skate park. And it's one of those things when they started to change it and it started to change the landscape, you started seeing remnants of it. And it's like one of those things where you, it's like Indiana Jones Lost kind City of thing. City of Atl- Atlantis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. exactly. exactly. And you're like, oh, my God, this used to be a skate park here. And then it's like somebody would clean up a little area and you get to skate that little patch That used to exist like back in the 70s, you know, and early 80s. And, you know, it's like in my hometown, there was a big skate park and it's like bulldozed it down and built like a a Hardee's, you know, (laughs) which is like like a Burger King, like a Southern Burger King, but it's like they built it over it. And it's like you see photos of it, you know, and you're like, you missed it because, like, you grew up a little too late, but then they tore everything down because skateboarding, like, the popularity died. Right, so, and now it's definitely resurgent, and, and that's why we see all these awesome
0: designs, and, of course, design really helps drive a lot of things. Uh, like you said, you have a new board coming out, uh, you said, in January, and, of course, um, your work is available at Satellite Board Shop, which you said is um, on Valmont in Boulder. Yeah, it's on uh, Valmont, yeah. Um, so if you find yourself in Boulder and you're looking for any of Travis's designs, of course you can find them there. And if you're a customer of Sticker Giants, there's a high likelihood that Travis has helped proof your art to get it out the door to get it printing so we of course thank Travis for um, what he does for all of our customers for sure Um, any parting shots for us or anything you want to say
1: I would just like thank all the customers that you know are sending you know their designs our way yeah I would like to shout out since this is a podcast yes it is um, the nine Club uh, Chris Roberts started a podcast where he interviews skateboarders and artists and people in the industry uh, So if you'd like to hear, I guess, similarities, the Nine Club, and he's been doing a lot of stickers through us, and he's really stoked. Um, I see, you know, uh, different artists that's been using us, um, which I'm really stoked about. Um, But, yeah, I just like to thank everybody. I like to... Thank all of my friends out there, my family out there. Uh, yeah, and I'd like to thank Sticker Giant. I really appreciate you guys.
0: Uh, we appreciate you, and we, of course, support your passions for skating. That's the cool part about Sticker Giant. Everyone has, comes from somewhere, and our team is uh, growing, of course. And. Um, We're getting to, um, you know, help a lot of small businesses make those dreams come true, just like satellites. So um, thank you, Travis. Thank you for everybody listening in to the Stickers on the Mic podcast for this month. Again, our guest has been Travis Tao Tao, uh, (laughs) from our art department. And Travis is very passionate, in case you hadn't noticed, about skateboarding and the design itself of skateboard. So thank you again for listening in, and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Stickers on the Mic podcast brought to you by StickerGiant.com. You can download us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please leave us a review. It helps us reach new listeners and share our customers' sticker stories. If you're inspired to create your own stickers or labels, head over to StickerGiant.com to check out our options and use the coupon PODCAST to take 20% off your first item. Thanks for listening, and remember, every sticker has a story. What's yours? Do-do-do-do.